Today is Wednesday, July the 19th, and you're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I am your host, Donald Ware, and hope you had a chance to check out our podcast from yesterday when we took a look at Jackson State, and we're going to stay in the state of Mississippi. And, you know, we're going to talk about Old Corn State, and Old Corn State, the three-time Eastern Division champions of the SWAC, and uh, they've been picked once again to win the SWAC and looking to make it four straight Eastern Division champions. And got a young man on the line, as a matter of fact. When it comes to the SWAC, uh, no one does it better. And as a matter of fact, he's also the play-by-play voice for the Alcorn State Braves as Charles Edmond joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's good, Charles? Hey, Donald. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great and you know, I know you're just coming off the SWAC Media Day last week. And, you know, as one that not only is the voice of the Alcorn State Braves, but also knows the SWAC, I want to kind of get your thoughts and some of the, the good storylines coming out of SWAC Media Day last Friday. Well, obviously, you know, the big storyline is can Gramlin repeat as SWAC champions? I mean, what they did this past season was just nothing short of phenomenal, considering where the program was a few years ago with the protests and all of that. To see a program really being dug up from the ashes to where they are right now, you know, that's the talk, and can they do it again? We know it's hard to repeat. So, you know, Grambling's favorite to win the West, and on the eastern side, Alcorn State University with everybody they have coming back, all the skilled players, including quarterback with Norris Footman, are favored to win the East. But there are some teams on the rise in the East. I think Alabama A&M is going to be a surprising team. And if you look at on the western side, I think Prairie View has been – knocking on Grambling's heels the last couple of years. So there's some intrigue in both of the East and Western divisions. No, and I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, uh, you know, all the, the East – and I agree with you. I think the Eastern division uh, last year, quite frankly, wasn't very good. I'm not going to say Alcorn State won it by uh, default, but it's going to be much improved uh, this year. But I, I want to kind of get your thoughts because it was sort of an up-and-down season, really – for Alcorn State, at one point they had won three straight games, then one or lost three straight, won two, lost two, and ended the regular season with two straight wins. I just want to kind of get your thoughts on the Braves last season. Yeah, last season we were banged up. I mean, quarterback with Norris Footman was down on a couple of different occasions. We lost our number one running back in Marquise Warford. Um, we lost another back. We lost several receivers. So on the offensive side of the ball, we were without several skilled position players, and that impacted the team offensively. I think defensively, you know, we were making some plays, and I think our defense held us, held teams in check, but offensively it was, it was a struggle from time to time because we didn't have some of the key pieces there. But Lenore's Flitman is back, our number one running back, Marquise Warford is back, Charles Hughes and Tip McKenzie, two of our top receivers are back. Our offensive line is going to be remade uh, because we lost our all-swack center, D. Antonio Dade, last year. So there's some positive things that happened last year. But, you know, when you look at it, the East, you know, Alabama State struggled. Alabama A&M, we caught them at the right time. Uh, we beat them at midseason, even though they got hot late in the season. So we won the games, Donald, that we needed to win last year. And then in the SWAC championship game, it was just so unfortunate. We let it get away. We had a 17 nothing lead, and Gramlin came roaring back, something that they had been doing all year in 2016. So I, I think for the Braves to win their third straight Eastern Division title, 
Fred McNair coming in his first season as head coach, taking over that job on the fly. To say that we won the division and we're probably a play away from maybe winning the SWAC championship again, I think it was a, a pretty good year. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on Footman, and it was obviously you mentioned some injuries. I mean, that was a, a key injury on last year, although Noah Johnson was able to come in and do some good things. But I want to start with another guy that you mentioned, and you're right. I mean, Marquise Warford was supposed to be that guy. I mean, this is a guy that, I mean, he's one of the most versatile players in the country, can play him at running black, can play him at wide receiver. How healthy is he for 2017? And 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 talk about what he's going to mean for this Alcorn State offense? Well, you know, Marquise Warford is a dynamic player. You know, he came in uh, two years ago as our number one receiver who had never played wide receiver before. He was actually a running back coming out of the University of Memphis. So he played, a, he played out of position his first year, and then last year he moved back to his natural position at running back. And he was dynamic. He made plays in the Swag Meat Challenge, the Braves' first game, and he was electrifying, but then he got hurt and he just kind of was set back a little bit. So he's going to be the table setter. But when you have guys like Charles Hughes and Tip McKenzie as your receivers, and you have other guys at the tight end that can make some plays, I think the Braves offensively should be pretty strong if our offensive line continues to improve. We're going to have a lot of youth there. A lot of guys last year played a lot of snaps, but we're going to be young up front. So that's something we'll have to pay attention to. Yeah, no, no question about that. Um, Let's talk about Footman. I mean, here's a guy that, um, you know, unseated a star quarterback a couple of years ago. I mean, he was uh, so good and rightfully so. I mean, this kid can can he throws the football well. He's so dynamic in running that football. Um, can you speak to him being back and being healthy and, and, and being the the engineer, the chief of this Alcorn State Braves offense? Yeah, he will be. And, you know, Lenore Slidman got his degree in, in May. So, you know, he's got, he's got one big accomplishment behind him. He'll be in grad school. So you know, I talked with him at media day. He's happy about that. And uh, he's just ready to, to, to redeem the team in terms of what happened last year. I mean, he's a guy that can spray the ball around. He's got a great pocket presence. Um, he stands in there. He's heady. He's tough. And he's been around the swag. He knows what it takes to win. He just has to have the pieces around him, and he'll have that this year. So I expect good things for Lenore Slipton in 2017. Yeah, you mentioned some of the receivers tight end. He's going to have an opportunity to throw the football to as well. Let's look at the defense because um, you're right, and even under Jay Hobson, I mean, defense was key for Alcorn State. A lot of guys missing from uh, last year's team that are lost due to, to graduation. Talk about some of the personnel and some of the guys that are going to have to step up for this Braves defense in 2017. Well, Mike Brooks is the guy that, that really a lot of people are expecting a lot of good things from up front. You know, I talked to him at media day, and, and I asked him about 2016. You know, some players put difficult things behind them. He says he has it, and he won't. He'll always keep that in the back of his mind and learn from that experience last year and build on that. Um, we're we're going to be young in the secondary. And we're going to be young in the middle. And we have a, a first-year secondary coach that uh, will be bringing those guys along on the back end. And a second-year defensive coordinator, and Cedric Thomas, who was the defensive back coach, uh, for Alcorn when Jay Hobson was the head coach. So defensively, we're going to be young. But again, last year we had a lot of guys step up and play a lot of snaps, and I think that will pay dividends the upcoming season. Three of the four, the first four games 
are at home. Unfortunately, I guess for the Braves, only one of those is a SWAC game where in years past it would have been a nine-game SWAC schedule. Now it's seven. Uh, Two-part question, A, uh, it's a loaded question, but how, you know, obviously uh, 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 big is it for the Braves to get off on the right foot with three of their first four games being at home? Then I also want to talk, ask you about your thoughts on not only the SWAC championship game going away after this season, but also in the same respect going back to a seven uh, a seven uh, game conference schedule. Well, this is something the seven game conference uh, schedule was voted on last year, so it's taken a year for it to to unfold and develop. And the good thing, the thing about the seven game schedule that it's not going to be around very long because the SWAC championship game, uh, from all indications, will be going away for good. That means instead of seven games, probably the next three years you'll be going back to nine games. But you know, the seven game schedule it's 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 an interesting development. I think a lot of coaches like it. Um, if you look at you know all corn situations, our three games on the western side are against the top three teams in the west: Grambling, Southern, and Fraview. Those three games will count even though we're playing Texas Southern in a game that doesn't count. So I, I think the coaches have mixed reviews. Um, I think for Fred McNair, he could probably take it or leave it. And right now his, his thought is this is the schedule and we have to, we have to roll with it. Um, you know, the SWAC championship game going away as a longtime SWAC supporter. You know, Donald, I've been a part of this conference since 1986. I'm a SWAC graduate. And to see the championship game build into something special was great. But then here we are only one year away from it going away, that's tough. And if you talk to the coaches about it, some are not happy about it. But at the end of the day, the focus obviously is on the Celebration Bowl, the big-time payout that's associated with that. Not only will the SWAC representative get that you know, guaranteed money, the SWAC conference will benefit, and the conference as a whole will benefit because each school will get a piece of the revenue sharing. So obviously the decision has been made to focus more on the Celebration Bowl and, yes, the SWAC championship game, which was successful, according to Dewar Sharp, um, will go away. And that's, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough for everybody to kind of wrap their brain around it, but that's what we've got and that's what we have to deal with. Charles Edmond, play-by-play voice for the Old Corn State Braves. You can listen to him during the upcoming season on WPRL 91.7 FM, which actually is from the press box to Press Rose affiliate in Lorman, Mississippi. And, Charles, we appreciate the time, man. Look forward to hearing you and seeing you during the 2017 season. All right. Thank you. Alcorn State, overwhelming favorites in terms of being picked to win this year's Eastern Division. And, again, I I said it and I've said it the last two days. I I don't think it's going to be an overwhelming thing. I think when you have a guy like a Lenore's footman, uh, again, Marquise Watford comes back. That is absolutely critical, uh, those two guys for the Braves. If they can stay healthy, you have to have – I mean, you have to say that Alcorn State's the favorite. But, again, I think – um, I know Charles mentioned Alabama A&M. You know, I like Alabama State in terms of being much improved for 2017, but that just shows you. He says Alabama A&M. I think Alabama State, Jackson State's going to be improved. So uh, this year, the title is certainly going to be earned in the Eastern Division. We're going to stay in the state of Mississippi as on tomorrow. We're going to take a look at Mississippi Valley State, and we're going to see what the Delta Devils, or take a look at what the Delta Devils have in store. 
for 2017. Again, don't forget, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. If you've missed any of our podcasts, you can check them out there. And until tomorrow, when we take a look at Mississippi Valley State, be safe.